Good evening everyone. Welcome to GIIS Radio. I am Salim, the inclusion champion at GIS Dubai. Today I'll be talking about happiness. What is your idea of perfect happiness? Asks the famous Proust Cochonaire. Posed to David Bowie, he answered simply, reading. Jane Goodall answered, sitting by myself in the forest in Gombe National Park, watching one of the chimpanzee mothers with her family. Proust himself answered, to live in contact with those I love, with the beauties of nature, with a quantity of books and music, and to have within easy distance a French theater. The touching specificity of these answers and the subtle universality pulsing beneath them reveal the most elemental truth about happiness, that there are as many flavors of it as there are consciousnesses cap capable of registering it, and that it is a universally delicious necessity of life, which we crave from the day we are born until the day we die. And yet, as Albert Camus lamented, happiness has become an eccentric activity. The proof is that we tend to hide from others when we practice it. Half a century later, as we wade through a world that gives us ample reason for sorrow, as existential credibility seems meted out on the basis of how loudly one broadcasts one's disadvantage, the savoring of happiness has become an almost counter-cultural activity, an act of courage and resist resistance and one the practice of which is a whole life's work. As George Eliot well knew when she observed that one has to spend so many years in learning how to be happy, why then not make the learning of happiness as essential a part of a young people's education as the learning of arithmetic, or even stand with Elizabeth Barrett Browning in deeming it our moral obligation all of that, the personal nature of happiness, the daily practice of it, its centrality to participating meaningfully in the world, is what poet Maria Hadesa Ekatali explores in her vibrant and vitalizing picture book debut, Leila's Happiness, <clears throat> illustrated by artist Ashley Corin. Like Sylvia Plath, who composed the bed book for her own children, Tally, who describes herself in a velocity of being letters to a young reader as the mother of three galaxies who look like daughters has written the book for her youngest galaxy, the book she wished she had to read to the elder too. Tally constructs the story like a good poem where the personal is the most welcoming gateway to the universal. We see a seven-year-old Layla whose name means night beauty tally her exuberant everyday sources of happiness. <clears throat> happiness leaps at Layla from the color of purple, from the succulence of fresh flums, from the constellations of the night sky, from the mischievous delight of slurping spaghetti without a fork. It unspools from her lips as she hums while feeding the chickens at the community garden and names all the trees and greets the neighbors at the farmer's market where she sells the vegetables she has grown from seeds. It pours forth 
From the poetry her mother reads to her under a makeshift tent and from the tales her father tells her of his own childhood in the South. There is a heartening countercultural undertone to the book. These happinesses are not things to be purchased at the store or attained with a click, but embodiments of what Herman has held up as the little joys at the heart of a rich life, lived with presence, the simple delights Wendell Berry's childhood friend Nick savoured even amid his hardship. The book ends with an open question to the reader, a gentle bow to the sundry, deeply personal meaning of happiness. Well, this was the view of happiness from the point of view of different authors. And I would like to say that happiness is momentary. Happiness is uh, achieved by doing certain activity in a day. We can be happy, we can be sad. At the end of the day, it's a feeling. And what's more important is to be fulfilled, is to be fulfilled in what we do <clears throat> to know that what makes us happy to know that we are doing what is making us happy we are fulfilling our heart's desire will always keep us happy for further reading i will suggest to for the children to read and everyone actually to read lala's happiness and other book cry heart but never break and another one big wolf and little wolf and also this is a poem that heals fish the name of the poem is this is a poem that heals fish also for children matt telapina and lauren's long lauren long's illustrated celebration of the many meanings of love will help us to understand happiness and to enjoy the little joys in life. Thank you everyone. See you again. Thank you.